0: What a joy and what an honor it is for me at this time to bring to this sacred desk today one of our pastors um, who loves the Lord and he's really nervous. I don't know why she's nervous. There's millions of people watching by way of media. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about. She loves the Lord very, very much. It shows in her life. Her and her family, they uh, love my wife and myself and support us, our ministry. and It's just such a joy to um, see what God is doing in her life. So at this time, uh, as she prepares to share the word of the Lord today, could we welcome to this pulpit Pastor Sandy Birch today. Bless you. I'm taking my candy.
1: (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Nice to see you. So happy to be here. Yes, I am a little nervous, but if God be with me, who can be against me? So I'm asking you to pray with me before we start. Thank you. Father in heaven, Lord, we just thank you for this day that you have made to rejoice and to be glad in, Lord. I thank you for the moment and time that you give us, Lord, to honor and glorify you. I thank you, Lord, that fear has no place here, Lord. No no hindrance has a place here, Lord. We're here to glorify and honor our great King and Lord and Savior. I pray for each and every one that is here today, Lord, not by mistake, but by you drawing them here, Lord. Lord. I pray, Lord, that there, there would be a word for them, Lord, that they can hold on to, Lord, and it would be life-changing today, Father, for it's a word from you that doesn't return void. What an honor and privilege to be standing here, Lord, never seeing that I could be used in such a way, Father, that you use people. That's how I know it's you. That's how I know that, that you can do all things, Lord. I thank you for this time. I pray that you just bless this message, Lord, as I have sought your face, Lord, day and night, even this morning, waking up to your song in my heart, Lord, and your assurance, this blessed assurance, Lord, that you give, and a peace, Lord, to come on all of us, Lord, that passes understanding, Father. I thank you, Lord, for you are good in all things, Lord. I do worship you. I do praise you, Lord. And I am truly blessed to know you. We love and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor and Terry, for allowing me to speak today. Um, It is funny because um, a couple weeks ago, I wasn't able to breathe very well. And um, so I had to go to the doctors to find out why. Why? And they went ahead and diagnosed me with anxiety disorder. And so a couple days later, a pastor says, and you're going to preach on Sunday. And so it's like, oh, okay. So you got to believe God knows what he's doing. He doesn't let anything hinder you. So I have some questions for you guys today. What are you relying on for your life? Do you rely on your looks, your education, your talents, your money, your job? Do you rely on other people? And when something happens in your life, how often do you rely on God to see you through? This morning, I want to encourage you to rely on the promises of God. Definition of a promise is a declaration that one will do or refrain from doing something specified. Now, I've been promised some things in my life and have been disappointed because people... Didn't keep the promises. Well, sometimes people forget. They might have an emergency. They didn't have enough time. It was too hard to accomplish, or the promise really just didn't mean anything when they said it. This is what promises are like when it comes from mankind, but we're going to talk about real promises, the ones that come from God. They're part of the foundation of our faith. Let's look at Exodus three sixteen through 17. And this is God speaking to Moses. Go, assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you, and I have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt, into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. You think that Moses relied on the promise of God? God was using Moses to deliver on on his promise to the Israelites, and God does the same with us. When you look at some of God's promises, they require that we do something to receive it. With Moses, he had to lead the people out of Egypt to get to the promise. And maybe he's leading you to the promise. You just have to be patient. I want to share with you a personal example of relying on God's promise, and this comes from Deuteronomy eight. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never, he will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. When my son was um, in sixth grade, he had a field day, and I picked him up uh, from school, and uh, he wasn't feeling right, and he couldn't quite catch his breath, and he was just kind of acting funny, and so it got to a point where we had to go to the emergency. So we went to the emergency, and they checked him out, and he uh, got an x-ray, and they showed him the x-ray, and they said, look. There's no issue here. There's nothing wrong with you. And he, you know, he took it, and we went home, but he still wasn't convinced that, that, was okay, that he was okay. So the next day, um, we, he still struggled during the night and that day, so we went to the pediatricians, and um, we go there, and they check him out, and they take me aside out of the room, and they say, Mrs. Birch, there's nothing wrong with him. And I said, okay. He said, we can give him some allergy medicine. And we can try and you know, see if there's some kind of swelling or whatever. But that's all we can do. And so we got home, took some allergy medicine. And he still struggled. And uh, it got to a point where he was struggling to drink. And he was struggling to eat. And he was getting himself all worked up. And so watching this as a mother, you can imagine that you want to take care of him. And you want to help him. And so I was, I was just at a loss. So a few days had gone by now, and I pick him up from school, and I'm like, Lord, I have gone as far as I can go. I've gone to the emergency. I've gone to the pediatricians. He's not convinced. And when it's in your mind, wh- what can you do? So I said, you've got to help me. This is, this is as far as I can go. And so immediately, this idea of having a race comes to mind. As soon as I pray the prayer, a race of me and my son in the front yard. And so it's like, um, Aaron, can I uh, race you in the front yard? And he says, sure. And so we did have a race, and he beat me. But the race began his overcoming because it allowed the breath to come through allowed him to see that he was okay, there's no way I would have come up with a race. There's no way I would have come up with something like that. Because he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Relying on God's promises causes a deeper faith in a relationship with the Lord. I've been a born-again Christian for over 20 years now, and I've experienced things in my life that only relying on God could get me through. When there is no one there, when there is no one there, in the middle of the night when you're struggling, God's promises, they're there. There is no one else that can give you peace that passes understanding when everything around you is falling apart. The promises are a gift that we are given. Who receives a gift and never opens it or puts it on a shelf? Believing God's promises brings blessing. Second Samuel seven twenty-five-twenty-seven. And now, Lord God, keep forever the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house. Do as you promised, so that your name will be great forever. Then people will say, the Lord Almighty is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established in your sight. Lord Almighty, God of Israel, you have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build a house for you. So your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. Sovereign Lord, you are God. Your covenant is trustworthy, and you have promised these good things to your servant. Now be pleased to bless this house of your servant that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, Sovereign Lord, have spoken, and with your blessing, the house of your servant will be blessed forever. You know, when I was going through this, this um, coming, um, bringing this sermon about, I, I kind of left it there. But we had prayer on Friday, and, and when we were praying, he said, remember the cross. Put that promise in there. The greatest promise of all is Jesus. Isaiah 53, 3 through 6, he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took upon our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. Do you believe his word? It's easy to forget his promises when things aren't going right in our lives. But you must have faith and believe that he is a promise keeper. I have some promises for you. And there were 50 of them. But I'm giving you oh, not as many. But they're powerful. Exodus fourteen fourteen: The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Exodus twenty twelve, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Isaiah 40, 29, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Isaiah 40, 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, and they will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. Isaiah 41.10, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.13, for I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Isaiah 43.2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Isaiah 54.10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. no weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me. Isaiah 61, 1, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, a to proclaim freedom for the captain and release from darkness from prisoners. And James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all finding fault, and it will be given to you. And I'll leave you with Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will. I will. I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Thank you.